Matthew. Can opening carnival! This is once again the Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show Side Show. Crappy Pasta Corona! <laughs> Today, we will be starting the episode with a story from Reddit. <laughs> this is The Whistler by Departure New 115. The story always starts with the son killing his father. One version states that the son returning home one day found his father abusing his beautiful young wife. This so angered him, he killed his father. Another more disconcerting version states this son was a spoiled brat whose every wish was catered to by his parents. One afternoon, he demands his father hunt for a deer, his favorite meat. But when the father does not find a deer and returns empty-handed, his son kills him and cuts out his heart and liver. He then has his mother cook them for dinner. The mother, finding this meat is tough, starts to suspect something is amiss. She discovers these organs are her own husband's innards and curses her son for eternity. Afterwards, his grandfather ordered the youth to be tied to a post in the middle of the countryside and lashed him until his back was destroyed. His wounds were then cleaned with alcohol and he was released with two rabid, starving dogs set upon him. Before releasing him, his grandfather condemned him to carry the bones of his father for all eternity. It has a characteristic whistle that resembles the musical notes C, D, E, F, G, A, B in that order, rising in tone to F, then lowering to B. It is said that when the whistling sounds close, there's no danger, and the whistler is far away. But when the whistling sounds distant, it means it is nearby. It is also said that hearing the whistling foretells one's own death. And one may hear it anywhere at any time. In this situation, the only thing that can save the victim is the sound of a dog barking. As it is the only thing it is afraid of. A chili or a whip. The spirit tends to take revenge on womanizers. I remember telling shit tons of stories about this when I was younger. Till my sister looked it up and I couldn't sleep for like a week, lol. <laughs> but I found this info on Wikipedia. The end! Oh, our next story is called The Creature by Karma Derrick. Come, 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 I lived in a quiet town. There was a mall two kilometers long. It cost millions to build. Then people owning the mall disappeared without a trace. Just vanished. They had no son, no family to inherit the mall business. Men bought the land three years ago. Bought a crew of 27 people to clean, refurbish. But 24 workers vanished. You quit one suit. The company saying an animal was in the mall. He said it was 10 feet tall. He did not see it very good. Only heard screams. Saw a black figure 500 M meters. It sprinted towards him. Insane speeds. He ran far away. So the company
company for 32 million two days before he was going to court. He vanished along with the other two workers. People assumed the CEO said a hit man was charged. Been abandoned ever since five years later. Me and five other friends were born because the pandemic we decided to go abandon them all. Just James, Kyle, Jake, and David before they were talked about the spirits of something that might attack the fact that stand back foot ball. Attack them. They said there was wolves 10 feet and stand up right. I said fine. Then we'll take James and Circle Scott because they can fax and make fucking back. back. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> Where was I? Dying. LOL. Do it again. Oh. David, his head was bit clean off. We ran into the beauty store. We were cornered. I shot at its stretchy arm, smacked it away. I started throwing everything at it. I grabbed the polish remover. It grabbed me. I poured it into its mouth. It screamed in pain. And my two other friends made a beeline towards the exit. We got out in time, running behind us, dripping leak everywhere, running at 50 miles per hour. Pounced onto Kyle. Blood splattered everywhere. Was, but he was losing mass. It collapsed on the ground with ink everywhere. Me and James got away. Committed suicide three years later. We were 16 by hanging. I wondered, did he suicide or was the cartoon abomination? sending a message <sighs> the end oh what happened <laughs> not a period in sight let's move on to the next story of the night i think someone's in my house by sus vibes forever get out the two protagonists in this story are sean and elena elena I think I hear someone in the house. Sean, do you mean that in a parents are home GTG way? Or do you mean it in a oh my god, someone's in my house kind of way? Elena! Which one do you think, idiot? I think, I think I'm about to get robbed or possibly killed. And you're taking this for a joke? John! Oh, okay, sorry. Jeez, calm down. So, where in the house is he now? Can you still hear him? Elena! He's in the downstairs bathroom. I hear the tap running. John! Hide in your closet or under your bed then, or just get the hell out, whichever you prefer. Elena! I'll hide in the closet. It's, it's extra crowded and I can more than fit. John! Okay. <laughs> then go and don't lock your room door because he'll know you're in there. Elena! Okay. I have a pen for defense. John! LOL. <laughs> Elena! It's all I could find. Moby face. John! Where is he now? Elena! He's in front of my room. Oh, God! John! Uh, stay calm. Don't panic. If he tries to attack, then don't be afraid to defend yourself. And don't attack off of instinct, because he could have a gun hidden on him somewhere. Elaine? Okay. Elaine! He just entered my room. John! Stay calm! Elaine! Wait, is he texting someone? Sean, probably his associates. Stay alert, Elaine. F. Robber's phone vibrates. She suddenly realizes that it wasn't Sean texting, but she tried to pretend like she didn't notice. Elaine. I, I think I just realized something. Sean, what? Elaine runs out and stabs the robber in his chest with the pen she has. He falls in pain. And she removes his mask and saw that it was actually Sean trying to prank her. Then, oh, boys and girls, here is the fourth and final story of the night. <laughs> I'm here to tell you the truth by 
Bert Schmidt. Lies! As I sat in the glow of the unattended blue hues of my television bouncing off of the depressing sarcophagus that has become my living room, I broke down continuously. My fiancé and I had enlivened this home so much, and it was so utterly vibrant just from his presence. He disappeared the day after he proposed to me. We were together for four years. The police have been gone for hours now, and the fingerprint DNA had come back. The envelope I received yesterday morning, stained red, had the contents of four severed fingers and a thumb, all identified as my husband's. My life was shattered with addiction all those years ago. And he was the whale that pulled me in from the riptide, beaching himself but still surviving, just for me. We'd been so strong together. I've prayed to God all these years to find him, and I did. My prince, my king, and God took him from me. So I stopped and instead asked the devil for answers only a few hours ago. The Lord has turned his cheek to me. I can only imagine you would give me answers. I need fucking answers. And then I said it. Even if I suffer. I drew an upside down cross on my chest and burned my Bible in a melting pot. Then, as soon as the clock chimed midnight, I received a knock at the door. I hurried to open it, nearly tearing it off the hinges, expecting his return. But instead, it was just a little girl. Can I help you? I asked, wiping the tears from my cheek. Brunette in a tiny white dress with pale, very nimble arms and legs, staring down at the stoop as she spoke. Picturesque innocence. I'm here to tell you the truth. She said with feeble timber in her voice. My hands began to shake uncontrollably. Not of my own doing. Something told me deep down something was wrong. I thought God had delivered her until she gazed up at me with cataract-wide eyes sunken into dark caverns in her face. Dread overwhelmed me. I... I couldn't speak. I'm here to tell you the truth. She repeated, the seedy underbelly of my conscience told me, I don't want to know. Go home, honey. I responded before shutting the door. She held out her fist, signaling me to reach out for it. Then I shuddered as she whispered in a devastating, guttural murmur. They called on me! I, I spread out my palm and she dropped a tiny wool sack in my hand tied at the top by a rubber band. Good to see you again, <laughs> aren't I pretty? She said, the hair all over my body stood as ice flowed through my veins. She spoke in my husband's voice from that tiny brittle mouth of hers. She turned to walk away when I cried, stop. She turned and gazed through me with those terrible yellow eyes. I wanna know. I shouted. Without opening her mouth, a voice rang in my head, manifested from somewhere beyond my own comprehension, saying, He's gone! I can't help you! Open the sack, and you'll see! We're still the best of friends! Minutes passed, 
staring at the tiny bag. And then I opened it. And hours passed as I gazed upon its contents in horror. Then questioned, repeating thoughts in my head. And finally, acceptance. I fetched the little wooden box I'd hidden from my fiance all this time in the basement. Trust and curse. I opened it, finally, and realized that what was delivered to me was ultimately my truth, not his, and where I needed to be all this time. From the box, a hypodermic syringe, and from the sack, ten majestic bags of heroin. The rush turned my veins from ice to fire. When I pushed the plunger in, that familiar numbness befriending me once again. Uh, I can stop bullets now. I don't need him anymore. I am reality. The devil always knew what I really wanted. Into the flood again. The end is near. The end! <laughs> Told you! <laughs> oh, you skippy scurvy skank monsters! <laughs> That's it for another exciting adventure of the Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show Sideshow Crappy Pasta Corona! <laughs> Be sure to tune in next week for another full-length episode of Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show. But until then, go check your mailbox. But don't step in that... Poop! <laughs> I wanna touch a booty. Channel four and a half. <laughs>